chương trình phát thanh dành cho đồng bào Việt Nam ở xa tổ quốc. Chương trình chương trình phát thanh cho, cho đồng bào Việt Nam. Chương trình chương trình dành cho đồng bào Việt Nam ở xa. Welcome to the Hot Podcast, where Vietnam laughs with the world. I'm your host, Nghĩa Mai. In our show, a group of Vietnamese comics discuss Vietnam-related topics with special guests who have chosen Vietnam to work, to travel, or to find their roots. Did you know Vietnam just had our first comedy festival in the middle of a global pandemic? How do you go about organizing a comedy festival? Will we see a Vietnam Fringe? This week, we see the return of Eric Garcia, as well as welcoming members of Ha Ha Hanoi, a major force in Hanoi's comedy scene, specializing in improv, stand-up, and sketch comedy. In this festive episode, our guests reveal to us the logistics involved in running a comedy festival, the trials and triumphs, and their hopes for next year, as well as our panel sharing their experiences playing comedy festivals around the world. Let's go. Okay, uh, good day, everyone, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to a very festive episode of the Hot Podcast. We have a very packed panel for you uh, this week. Uh, let's meet our panel. Uh, first of all, we have the, uh, joining us from uh, the improv group Ha Ha Hanoi. We have uh, Le Kim Tan. Woo! Hey, guys. Uh, we have Bex. Woo! We have, the, uh, we have the rising star in the Hanoi comedy scene, Man Kern. Yay! And we also have the uh, a staple of, of the hot podcast, the German Punisher, Hui Duan. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, we have the brain of the operation, also a staple in the high end comedy scene. Uh, please welcome Eric Garcia. Hey, I am not hey. the brain. Well, yeah, um, yes. How are you guys doing? How how are things? Uh, do you, what, what are your plans for Christmas? Uh, let's start with um, people with with Hanoi peeps. Anyone want to join in? All right, man. I'm tired after this uh, this comedy festival. And uh, Christmas, I'm just going to be working because I am soon moving to Saigon for the new year. So I will be down in the south. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, what about you, Man um, Yeah, uh, I don't plan anything for this Christmas, actually. But I, I think I'm going to going out with my girlfriend maybe yeah. okay so going out with your girlfriend is still a maybe for christmas so yeah you know uh christmas yeah, yeah. may be my christmas baby you know? yeah so it's, <laughs> it's not really your yeah, top priority okay right. okay <laughs> opening, yeah, opening the present yeah yeah i'll wear i'll find somewhere that has to be for poetry uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> just uh, checking out the naughty list you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Eric no, felt to mention that he's actually going away with me for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's not like that. Not that it's he's... like with eight other it's people. Like... <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you have to say it's, it's not, not like that? that. We didn't no, no, it's say not like anything yet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're going away with uh, comedians, basically, mainly comedians, uh, improvisers. Improv, comics, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Going uh, away for a few nights. Ooh. Where to? Yeah. Uh, we've booked a villa. Actually, uh, I, I'm near, not in that group going away. What? Ooh. Oh, oh, shoot. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, awkward. We just found out some secret right now, huh? Oh. You're not invited. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, 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 because yeah, uh, I had the plan already. Ah, okay. so they are not invited to your plan, right? Yeah. We're the ones not invited, so we have to make our own plans. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's a plan with my boyfriend, yeah, yeah. though. And uh, what is your plan, uh, and, Tan? Yeah, I, I think I just take a weekend off. And after that, because like I have the whole week off next week, I will go to the high oh, wow. to with my boyfriend. And yeah. and and it's not a maybe, right? It's a definite yes. Not not like <laughs> Mankung, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think it's a maybe for Ma- uh, for Mankung. Maybe because like he has to choose which girlfriend he would take with. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. Okay, he'd be like the he'd be like Santa, you know, just visiting uh, yeah, the, yeah. the, visiting different houses uh, this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Hui? Are you gonna have a uh, standard German Christmas? Uh, what's what's a standard German Christmas anyway? What's what's that like? You drink a glue wine and then you talk about certain race or what? I I, I don't I don't know, I don't know about. Was well, it the Krampus from Germany? Yeah, yeah, yeah Krampus. Are you gonna are gonna do a German market Christmas market? Yeah, I I heard all all the Christmas markets uh, in uh, Germany are closed right now, so they they they're not going to do anything this Christmas. I think. Yeah, I don't mm. know. 
I mean, but you're not gonna, are you gonna be all alone for Christmas? Celebrate yeah. with him, but are you gonna celebrate with anyone? Yeah, actually, I, 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 I have to video call my girlfriend. So I'm, I'm still thinking it, it could be a maybe right now, but I'm not, I'm not so <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna pull a mankung in this case. Yeah? No, but I, 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 I already made all the plans for which girl, you know, like this girl on uh, Monday, <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the other is uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you know. And that's the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it seems like everyone's uh, uh, going to have a very good Christmas uh, this year. And um, yeah, so we're just going to uh, crack on with our main uh, topic. Um, so... Last weekend, we had the uh, Vietnam's very first comedy festival, which is an impressive feat. So first of all, congratulations to you guys for, for pulling up a, uh, a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. And um, especially it's, uh, it's very impressive because, you know, we're in, uh, we're in the middle of pandemic. Uh, we're in this year where, you know, things like festival are not even are not on everyone's mind at the moment. And if, and, you know, but then again, you know, Vietnam was the, was the exception in this case. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna start with some uh, questions. First of all, like, how did the idea come about? Like, uh, anyone would chip in? I guess we're gonna start with you, uh, Eric. It was actually the idea came from Tang. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we start with me. Yeah. Yeah, why not? yeah, let's go. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. Long, long, I think it's a long story, but I will try to make it short. But like, as you guys all know, like, Vietnam is the exception for this pandemic. We only have like two slightly kind of wave, but it's not that terrible if, if compared to other countries. So like, um, I think the first start is, uh, when I uh, took part in the comedy competition in June. Like it's the first time I did stand up comedy because like I only do improv. Yeah. Like I, I was kind of like, oh, it's a great comedy. What if I combine those two comedy, those two community to one and kind of like do a great thing together? It's still kind of like really like just a thought like, like just passed my head. And like after that in um, October, we had the chance to uh, welcome Saigon Theo, like the uh, stand up group in Saigon in Vietnamese. They're doing in Vietnamese. And I was like, oh, it's a great time for the comedy scene in Vietnam because like no one is growing. Like, anywhere else in the world. So like, like I try to like plan for the festival and I tell Bex and Bex tell Eric and like Eric came to our show and three of us talked together about that. And like since then we have the weekly meeting and those kind of stuff to put things on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, um, that's interesting. And, um, so I was just curious, like, did you look, uh, anywhere else and uh, like anywhere in the world for like, inspiration for the, for the festival or, yeah, uh, you just like, just go along, just go with the flow and see what happens. Um, uh, we had uh, our first meeting. I remember it was in the Oriberry. We were um, throwing some ideas around, and it was um for me it was um inspiration from events that I'd seen throughout the world, which uh, I thought were fun. Um, yeah, we just threw a whole bunch of ideas down on paper, and then kind of tried to make it work from like what what is actually realistic. What can we do? So, uh, with this uh, festival, like, is like the whole thing planned just like you guys planned or like actually you guys have to change up during the process of the festival? Um, yeah, uh, with the way the event went, I, uh, all I can say personally for me is I didn't know what to expect. You know, um, I was, as Tying put it and Bex put it, I was the last guy in as far as organizing came. So we were hopeful. And I was pleasantly surprised with how things went. As far as like changes, we didn't, at least for the English shows, we didn't have to change much. You know, they went as scheduled. I think the only thing that we really had to do was start later than we originally intended on. And that's just to give the audience time to just get there. Oh, there's one thing that we changed. Remember like uh, the big show at first, we planned to do it on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we have one big show, like the final show. But like right. at first we actually we wanted to do it on Saturday because like it will be the best evening during the week. But when we contact the venue, that night was booked already. So we kind of like okay, no way we choose the Friday night because like no way we choose the Sunday night. After that, they they had to go to work. So like uh, we choose the Friday and like when it kind of like maybe one month before the event, when we're about to put the event on already, they contacted us. 
and they tell me that like, oh, no, actually, like the Saturday evening is free now. You you can book it. And I was like, okay, and like we change it back to Saturday. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Right. And uh, what was your obviously you were involved with the organize with the organization? What was your role? Uh, can you just tell us a bit about that? Uh, actually, Tang <laughs> told me that I should be the uh, lead designer for the um, festival, and I run a, a stand up show in Vietnamese. And actually, the first idea that that show would be an open mic, but then we uh, changed it to uh, a normal show, you know. So oh. to get for it's a uh, it's our very first ever stand up in Vietnamese in Hanoi. Yeah. And but so and you, you mentioned that you're the lead designer. So so some of the posts that we we're seeing on the slide right now are they are some of your best work, I imagine. Are they great? Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just one, but actually the audio is from uh, Connie, one of my uh, one of my uh, girlfriends, yeah. right? Yeah, one of his girlfriends. Being recorded. Yeah, my girlfriend well, would never, you know, can okay. never know about this podcast. <laughs> Oh, okay. uh, don't worry. Uh, we will we will change your voice and your name. You know, <laughs> yeah. right? Witness protection. Yeah. yeah. So so, what are the most uh, like what are the biggest challenges that you guys have to face during this festival? Um. Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Uh, for I don't know. I think from because uh, I was in charge of the stand up part of things, right? I was in charge of the acts and um, getting people. Um, the biggest challenge for me was to try to convince the acts from Saigon and the acts from Da Nang to come on up to perform a set. And uh, also, you know, recently, as you guys know, we've done a stand-up comedy sh- class. Uh, so we have 16 or, yeah, 16, 15 new comics, 16 with a workshop in the comedy scene. And now they all wanted a chance to get in. So for me, the challenge was to how can I find a way to get as many people on these bills as possible without excluding people without you know overbooking some people and underbooking others so that to me was the biggest challenge and as far as setting up the acts and uh yeah so and uh, how and also you obviously you know you're running a, a comedy festival or just any general arts festival thing uh mm-hmm. you know the biggest challenges always include uh, booking the acts and then also like booking the venue <laughs> as well um so, like, just tell us a bit about that. Like, what, what kind of venue did, did you guys like use for for this festival? Oh, um, we had a lovely. A lot. Yeah, yeah we had a lot. It was great. Um, yeah. Tang. Uh, we started at um, Hanoi Rock City. Hanoi Rock City. Hanoi Rock City for free for movie screening, multi fighter. It was <laughs> lovely. Yeah. And then you and, guys got uh, the, the underground. Uh, ATA for the open mic, right? And then you got the, the last bars, like for the big show and uh, yeah. standing bar as well. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically a lot of like famous places in Hanoi, right? Like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you guys and some place uh, that we never performed before also, yeah. like Guadalajan for the uh, Vietnamese uh, stand up oh, show. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, uh, we, we were completely new to that place. Okay. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's yeah. some problem during your show that like, it came up that we didn't expect. It's also yeah. a lesson learned. Like like the door kind of like it just makes sound every time they open it. So like the comic got distracted. Those ah, kind of yeah. small stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, because you guys in Hanoi, you guys should have done uh, at least one Vietnamese stand up comedy show in the front of uh, any Circle K, right? Because that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we couldn't afford it, man. We couldn't afford uh, <laughs> the stage yeah. all that. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, but also, like, uh, just picking up the, the Vietnamese, uh, stand-up show, like, uh, obviously there's, is gonna, pres- uh, they're gonna have, like, you, you guys gonna have different, yeah, unique challenges from, like, organizing a stand-up English show. So, what, what yeah. are those, some of those challenges? Mm. For the Vietnamese? Or the, maybe for the Vietnamese. Yeah, Mankung, I think this is, uh, yeah. your for Yeah. Yeah, for the first time, I worry about the content, you know, because of us just doing English stand-up. And uh, we had a lot of differences trying some material in Vietnamese, and uh, we are preparing for this show for like mostly four months now. And luckily, it uh, turned out great. And uh, the second challenge part is it selling tickets. It's not actually selling tickets. Uh, like, I want to uh, people know more about the uh, stand-up 
cream in Vietnamese, you know. And uh, for a long time, stand up in Vietnam is not a big thing. People just know about something like movie theater or music or something like that because stand up is quite new and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, the marketing part is uh, very different, uh, very uh, very hard, you know. So like. Is is there like a, a, a unique way uh, for you to pr- promote the Vietnamese show? Like, is there any like unique way that you have to come up with to to get the people to come to your show? Yeah, uh, I'm not for now. You know, I just post the event on some group and uh, people have shared it. For me, I I haven't had came up with any idea for make it more popular. You know, maybe next year. Yeah, I think I'm not good at it. <laughs> I mean, you could tell your girl. I, I, I think for the, for the marketing, <laughs> I think for the marketing, maybe like a Vietnamese show can be more kind of like word of mouth. Because like we were in the Vietnamese community and like even for the improv, the, the Vietnamese improv show, like I, I sold a lot of tickets to my colleagues. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and also kind of like we have the groups for kind of like Amzi, Choizi, like where to eat, where to play, Hanoi. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vietnamese, those kind of stuff. So, like, we just post in the like the group for um, students, college students, and those kind of stuff. Like, uh, we have a guy too in the group. Actually, like, he's in a lot of groups, and we ask him to 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 kind of like do the sitting there because, like, um, during the festival with the ten events and three, actually, like four workshops, like it's kind of like competing each other already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how were the uh, improv shows? Actually, um, we didn't expect that it would be that good, but it turned out like it's the most crowded show that we have at the same venue ever. Oh, congratulations. It's like it's the co-working space for around kind of like maximum 50 people, but like that show we have uh, 60 audience. Oh, very it's good. Like, yeah, because uh, we, we changed the format. We did the format of ASCAT. That's a long time that we haven't did before. So like, uh, it's kind of like the format that uh, we invite the guests and like we interview them and like uh, take the inspiration from from their story to do some scenes, make it into mm-hmm. comedy. So like the girl is kind of like famous already. She's uh, in the top forty of uh, Miss World Vietnam last year. Ooh, okay. So like, yeah, she she has a lot of fans already. Like her family came, her friends came, like uh, the people know her came, the people in her basketball team came. Yeah, so, like, pervert, she, she so. has to sell a lot of tickets. <laughs> she has to sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, that's the wise thing to think about. Uh, and you obviously one of the a part of the festival was the movie screening, and you guys went for uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which is like a a classic, right? Um, so, but mm-hmm. why did you choose that particular movie? Yeah. Um. So, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is, um, as you say, a classic, and it's a it's a movie that changed comedic uh film screening history. There, as in, there was many different types of comedy uh in the film screening are used, like speaking to the audience directly using animation. Yeah, and also this, it's a movie that, as a as a British person, I it's always in my mind when I say comedy. You know, John Cleese. Is uh some of those scenes are just epic. Um, yeah, I remember uh, I was emceeing at the um, at an event last year, which was the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and there was audience participation, and I thought that was really fun, and just immediately sprung to mind about the coconut in the Monster Python <laughs> of the Holy Grail, and I was like, that, that would be so fun. So um, so as I was watching the movie and I was um, I was thinking about the movie, I was thinking, like, what else is there that we can do that's like audience participation? So we ended up with, uh, with a substantial audience participation pack with some balloon swords and uh, <laughs> a rabbit sock puppet. <laughs> to attack your neighbor, uh, a night to rip up, and yes, there was a lot of work, but it was definitely worth it. It was so fun. It was so fun, and I think that Bex one put of a lot of effort on it. I yeah, say. yeah. yeah. Honestly, everything in that gift bag was handmade, and it it was it was really well executed. You know, a lot of how many man hours went into that Bex? About oh, it was solid week of full yeah. on. Yeah, oh, wow. we even had. Uh, the weekend before that, we went away on like a girls' whole weekend, and we had a competition as to who could make the most fierce rabbit sock puppet, which would make it into the final pack as like an inspiration. We even had a 
a showdown where they fought against each other. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. There's a video of that somewhere. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was great. But that was the biggest challenge to know how many people to prepare these packs for. Cause you don't know how many people are going to show up, you know? And luckily it was just perfect. It worked out exactly right. So well, thank God. Yeah. I mean, like, just next time we'll hire some Chinese kids to do it for you. Yeah. you know, so. <laughs> Vietnamese, oh, Vietnamese kids, or they're, they're cheaper. <laughs> we don't have to pay for the visa. Yeah, visa, you know. Yeah. Or, or you can bring it to your class and ask your student to do it. Yeah, yeah. Arson craft. Yeah. That's right, yeah. But they're sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you're not, never early to start. <laughs> which means they just won't remember it that well, which is good. Yeah. I, yeah. Actually, I was kind of like worried for that event because like it was kind of like warm until Sunday. But when it's yeah. to Monday, it got really mm. cold and I'm afraid of the like really lazy Hanoian people. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, what what yeah. if they click interested? What if they click going, but like they 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 didn't want to go anymore because it's just the cold weather. Oh, yeah, yeah. We would have like seventy people interested. Like yeah, we'd have high interest numbers, and then the night of the event, it was just cold. Like that was one of the coldest weeks I think we've experienced. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 There was no controlling that. Mm. Yeah, and, and actually like, during that time there there was like some new cases in uh, Hanoi as well. Were you guys worried yeah. about that time too? Because like like if if they say like yeah you guys have to stop doing like you guys have to stop right. So like were were so like were you guys worried during that time? Uh they were in Saigon, not in Hanoi. Yeah, I but I, I read like there there was some uh, in Hanoi as well too, right? Yeah, but actually they uh stay in the whole ho- hotel and uh actually it's legal to do that okay. and uh, people don't uh, don't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. But it's the important it, case, uh, important case. Mm. So yeah, it's still okay. yeah. But it sounded like yeah. it was very much a smooth operation throughout the, the entire throughout the entire festival. Yeah, it surprisingly it did go surprisingly well. You know, the fact that it was like I said, one of the coldest weeks uh, we've experienced so far during this year, and we had the turnout that we had. I count that as a success. Also, oh. one of the things that's like obviously not shown is uh, we were kind of going up against a lot of different events that this week. Oh, yeah. Um, we had the 12 boys of Christmas. We had, uh, drag shows. We had carolings. We had all these other things that were going on this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was brunches and stuff like that. And, um, they, uh, the fact that we were still able to draw the crowd that we had was a success. I, I would consider that. So any newcomers, uh, from improv workshop, from the startup comedy workshop after this uh, festival? Um, after this festival for stand up, uh, no newcomers. Uh, our workshop was only three people and Bex was one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one of them is a returning comic. She, uh, Simone, who used to do comedy last year, did it like a handful of times, but she kind of went away from it and now she wanted to come back. So, um, the, the good thing about it is this kind of gave her the confidence to want to come back into the comedy scene, which I count as a win. Yes. So I think that's the, that's the best thing about, uh, festival, festivals, right? Because, you, um, especially with comedy festivals, it's very intensive. You, you have serious uh, runs of shows. Imagine right. you're just, you're doing a lot of spots and that, um, you can gain a lot of stage time. Right. It's a big confidence boost. Because uh, yeah. I remember when I was still uh, living in Edinburgh, uh, <clears throat> living in Edinburgh in Scotland, and Edinburgh is known for the Edinburgh Fringe. Right. Mm. The world's biggest arts festival. And I was just, I remember just doing like a series of shows, just doing 10 minutes, just 10 minutes spots after 10 minutes spots. Yeah. Yeah. So you imagine, you, and you're just continuing that flow, just continuing that flow, and it really, really helps you, and you learn a lot. Uh, so I, I, I presume that would be the, uh, that would be the case uh, with this one. Yeah. What, what 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 about the um, improv group? Like, are you guys uh, getting a lot of newcomers as well? We had uh, three workshops about improv, like one in, like Vietnamese improv, one English improv by the guy from Da Nang, yeah. and uh, one object work, which is like uh, create the object from the air, like like you take the cup, you take the jug, and like you do like this, and you drink the water, those kind of stuff. So like uh, for the Vietnamese improv workshop, we had to cancel it. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, we only had uh, three people registered, and with oh. three people, we cannot do any improv workshop. Yeah. Like at least six people, so it's a shame. Okay. And uh, for the uh, acting and improv workshop from the guy from Danang, I think we have four people, five or five people, kind of like small number, but but it's still good. 
because um, that guy, I uh, joined one of his workshop in Danang two years ago and it was really good already. But uh, for the optic work, like we have uh, two newcomers, like uh, they just they just got to know about improv and they want to kind of like apply it in schools and like educational organization and stuff. So like they, they kind of like trying to go to a lot of classes and shows to gain experience. Um, I think good, for yeah. sure they will contact us again. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have the feeling mm. that the community is growing big. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's good that you know you're getting yeah, new so people into uh, into comedy, whether it's stand up or uh, improv. Improv. I think yeah, you you need this kind of event just to get the people interested. And, and I think yeah. we might not have to, we might not now start getting crossover because uh, we have a few of the improvers joining stand up. After this week, what the stand up saw, um, they might try hopefully go into improv, which will just make. I don't know. Honestly, the hope is to make both of the communities better. Yes. At that point. That's that's awesome, guys. Like because like me and we're stuck in Europe right now, and we couldn't <laughs> anything at all, you know. So uh, we're gonna meet the president tomorrow too, and it's just gonna be uh, <laughs> a big oh, party. Yeah, yeah. Jerry's yeah. yeah. gonna be there, you know. <laughs> He's supplying yeah. the blow. Yeah, no, it's like because this is a, it's been a weird year, you know. Obviously, the festival been canceled. Uh, around the world, particularly in uh, in the world, in Europe and in America, and, and just to see comedy in any form, like a comedy festival, but in Vietnam, it's just uh, it's basically mag- It's very mag- It's magical. It's uh, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's like it's basically uh, it's a Christmas miracle, you know, in this case. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but at the same time, like, uh, yeah, are you guys planning to uh, to do another one for next year? And if so, like, hell uh, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If so, what's your vision for it? Like, how would you build upon what what you did this year? Bigger and better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we want to have some more ideas. We want to try out some different things. Maybe make it a little bit longer. Tang had some great ideas for the beginning and the end. Like like um, I picked some uh, reference from the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. So like, like they have some kind of like uh opening show, like big show to draw people's attention. <clears throat> and then they have the whole week of festival. And then after that, at the end, they have a gala show. So I want oh. to do the similar to that. So like we have one big show at the beginning and one big show at the end. Mm. Oh. Yeah, mm. yeah. We, we can make it from this Saturday to, to the Saturday, the week after. Mm. And obviously, also you could always book because once you know, travels are back on, especially international travel, um, you can always like book uh, bigger acts from from around yeah, the region. Yeah. Actually, exactly. at the beginning, Bex had uh, some ideas to uh, to invite the comedy group from from Bangkok, maybe. Bex? Oh, okay. Bangkok and oh, okay. um, Lombok, mm, right? oh, yeah. everywhere, anywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Singapore, Thailand. Asia. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But uh, were there any heckle, like a uh, heckle or hecklers do? Oh, yeah, Eric's all about that. Eric's all about that kid. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, Ed too, Ben. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, there wow. was uh, there was one heckle came from the person you'd least expect it, you know. <laughs> but for the most part, the crowds were awesome, man. Um, okay. The one thing I was worried about. While going throughout this entire festival was, do we have the size? Do we do we have the crowd? Do we have the interest enough to keep people coming back for a week for ten different events? And that's what really worried me. Um, but you know, I really, I really got got to give it up to the you know the Hanoi faithful uh, when it comes to comedy because they you know they showed up to have like three or four shows. They heard our jokes before, they seen it before, but they still showed up just to support. Um, they're not in improv, right? They weren't in improv, they weren't in stand up, they just they just love stand up or they love improv and they just wanted to come out. So I was really grateful that we have those yeah. plans. So like in some shows you would you would just got like the same people who just came from another show to your to this one too, right? Yeah. And they didn't they didn't uh obviously it's not like a huge number, but there was like a few like uh yeah, there was a few that just kept coming back, and they really helped mm. out, especially with these small, smaller venues. They really helped to feel full. So yeah, that's right. I, you got to give 
yeah, yeah. have a yeah. dedicated fan base. Yeah, yeah, and we're there's, having there's that. one girl that um, <laughs> this is a funny story that I have to tell. Uh, there's one girl. One day I just wake up and kind of like uh check my phone because I put my my um uh, what a uh, bank account there for the people who who have the like a uh, bank account and transfer the money. So like right. that that morning I received a lot of money from from the same person. <laughs> like she booked two tickets to the big show. Like one ticket each to each workshop, and like uh, she even kind of like uh, send me a message, private message to to ask if she can book uh, the tickets for for other events as well, oh, which is not free sale. Wow. There's not free sale ticket. So and especially that girl is from Saigon. <laughs> Was that a queen? Uh, no, oh, queen queen is from here, but like other girl, uh, okay, she okay. she didn't go to the events on on Sunday, no. Yeah, no, she didn't go to my but fucking she, workshop. She, I'm not saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she she <laughs> yeah she she bought ticket to your workshop, but she didn't go because like oh, okay. it's kind of like right, uh, she combined cool, it with a business trip. She tried okay. to go to a lot of yeah, events. Yeah, but, she knows uh, what's important. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it turned out that <laughs> it, it turned out that she was attending our improv workshop in Vietnamese when when our group went to Saigon. It's like uh in November, like uh ah. the Hanoi's Vietnamese improv group went to Saigon and did a show and a workshop there. And she went to the show and the workshop there, and she really loved it. And like mm. she tried to kind of like go go to like because she's kind of like the lead of something in in her company. So like she tried to make her trip during that week so that she can attend to the festival. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, yeah. holy shit! Oh, wow, sugar mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can give some of you her contact. <laughs> Please, there you go. Please. Yeah, <laughs> if she has the need. Send <laughs> to our PayPal. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have all we have OnlyFans as well too. We yeah, I'm a I'm one of their premier models apparently now. <laughs> Exclusive content, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you think that uh, this similar this model will be replicated across Vietnam? Uh, do you envision similar things happening in maybe like in Saigon or even Da Nang? That's top one, right? I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean this. The one thing I think I really like about all three of us when we started this is uh, we didn't do this for money. We didn't do this for notoriety. Uh, we didn't do this for vanity. We did this because all three of us genuinely love comedy in all its forms. Mm. And it's kind of why we called it comedy oi, uh, not Hanoi comedy, not Saigon or Danan comedies, because, you know, it's we want it to be everybody's comedy festival. Yes. And, yeah. you know, we wanted to keep doors open for anybody to come on in and join us. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, the more more people get involved, the more people start doing this, the better it's going to make Vietnam. Because I know personally, for me, um, you know, I've been here for five years and Vietnam has always been the proverbial little brother when it comes to comedy. Right. Like we need to go elsewhere if we want to excel or improve in comedy. And my goal is to help make Vietnam a location that people come to instead. Yeah. Instead of us going to Thailand, instead of us going to Thai, uh, Singapore, instead of us going to Malaysia and trying to jump on these bigger scenes, make our scene a destination as well. So that's the dream. Isn't Preach! It? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I imagine like also with the uh, with the festival, you know, uh, there might be even like people doing their like solo shows. The dream, man. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, like, uh, when we're talking about uh, format and uh, platforms and stuff like that, like, because, like, you guys watched uh, stand-up comedy in Vietnamese in the South, and now you guys have the stand-up comedy in Vietnamese in the North. Like, like, were there any differences between the two formats? Because, uh, because obviously, like, when we speak Vietnamese to each other, we have different type of accent, we have different types of vocabulary. So, like, going, like, do you see any differences? Yeah, I don't think there is any differences because you know that I think uh, it's just like the form of music, you know, people from people from the north and from people from the south speak differently, but when they sing something like they all heard the same. I think it's similar to stand up, you know, just like that. Besides the accent, there's no difference. I think so. Oh, yeah, and you know, especially like us Vietnamese, we grew up like watching a lot of like sketches theater um and then there's always a bit of more favorable view towards um uh, northern comedy because you know because of the accent um uh, the way yeah. you speak 
there's a bit more subtlety, a bit more subtle, there's a bit of irony to it. Whereas, you know, yeah. like the Southern act of the, the Southern comedy is more like, it's very straightforward in your face, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, uh, once it, uh, once stand-ups in both sides, both sides of the country develop, you're, you're going to have very, very distinct, the distinct forms of delivery and whatnot, even the way you tell, the way, the way you tell jokes. And I think from what I heard, I haven't seen too much of Saigon comedy. Um, I've been there a handful of times, you know, but, from what I gather from comedians who have moved from Hanoi to Saigon or, or come from Saigon up here, it seems like, at least in English, the Saigon comedy is a bit more crass. Um, where, and again, this is just secondhand, right? Um, where they say ours is a little bit more, I don't know, intellectual. I don't want to use that word. It sounds too, it sounds too elitist and I fucking hate that word. But our, the, this is, from a Saigon comic who's watched Hanoi comedy. This is what they told me. The our scene seems a little bit more, yeah, just uh, yeah. That's his words were intellectual, and I, I'm, I'll quote him on that. <laughs> and in terms of audience, I think like yeah, I, I think like for the northern audience, they would be kind of more of okay, make it laugh. It's kind of like like a challenge for the comics at uh, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but for southern people, they were kind of like, oh, okay, I, I I'm coming here to laugh. So like, bring all what you have. So they they yeah. they would be ready at the beginning already. But mm. like, uh, we need some okay. convincing and those kind of stuff with the yeah. northern people. I, I had that feeling. I don't know what it, if it's the same for Mike Groom or kind of like any other comic. Yeah, I I do notice since our scene is smaller, like I said, um, we do have like that Hanoi faithful that come to every show. But with that comes the same crowd. And it kind of, it puts us in a position of like, we need to come up with as much new material as, not as much new material as possible, but we need to rotate material because, um, you know, again, we don't want to hit crowd fatigue. And we want the audience, you know, whether they paid 50k or 250k, no matter what, we don't want them to walk away feeling cheated. Okay. So with that comes like the audience does look at us like, all right, let's see what you got. Make me laugh. You told that last week. Let's see what else you got. You know, yeah. it's it's very, yeah. it's very, yeah. what have you done for me lately crowd? Yeah, so that's why you came up with the idea for the set list in your in the festival, right? Yeah, yeah. So going on to set list, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a set list is a comedy stand up comedy format where stand up and improv had a bastard child and that is set list. So basically what happened is the day before and the day of I came up with a bunch of prompts. None of the comedians have seen the prompts. They get up on stage and I project on the screen the prompt and in real time on stage, no prep, they have to read the prompt and come up with a joke on oh, the yeah. spot. And yeah. it can go anywhere with this story or observational or one-liner. Um, it doesn't matter, but they have to go. And um, with the Underground 88, my show, uh, the gig I do, I've always made a, a point that the comedians need to come up with something new. So before yeah. Setlist, my my um, mic that I run, Gin and Jokes, the requirement is that every comedian must have one new joke for that show. It doesn't have to be a new set. It can just be a one-liner. It doesn't matter, but you need to come with something new. Yeah. And uh, so we keep that thing going. And I think Setlist was that perfect push to get them to say, you know what? Go all out of your comfort zone. So I received a bit of pushback. I first introduced that idea five years ago or four and a half years ago. And uh, the comedians were all all about it and then immediately changed their mind. And none of them wanted to do it. And I think with this one, I didn't want the same thing to happen again. So I just said, this is what we're doing. You're on or you're not, but this is the format. Yes. And the comedians, like a lot, a few of them complained. A lot of them were scared. A lot of them didn't want to do it. But once we got the ball rolling and, you know, they saw it wasn't so bad. Everyone was really gung ho. And at the end of the night, comics were asking to go on again and again. So sometimes all you need is just that initial push to get people out of their comfort zone. And uh, yeah, it, it was a success. I was really proud of that night. Yeah, so, it was, uh, I think that's the best format. Uh, that's always yeah. fun. Uh, or especially when like uh, the audience suggests something and they put it in a... In yeah, a we also had that. We we I bought the audience in. So the audience had to come up with half of the suggestions themselves. Yeah. So they were invested to see if their prompt, how their prompt was going to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah because okay, I, so... I did like some of those shows at, at the Edinburgh. Uh, 
show. Yeah, that's where I got the idea from, um, oh, from right, Just yeah. for Last Montreal. Oh, right, uh, right, I yeah, saw yeah. So who stood out the most, like the best comedian in stand-up comedy and in improv for you Oof, guys? You're trying to get me in trouble, we. I always got people into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Time you answer that first. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're evil. <laughs> Oof. Can I pretend that my connect uh my, my internet have some problems? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with improv first. Interesting question because like we always play in team. Yeah. And and and, and 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 now I'm just gonna cherry pick you guys out like pieces by pieces. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean yeah. like yeah. I mean for improv, we have to pick one team, not a yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. one team. Uh, there were two teams like the Danang team and the Hanoi team joining yeah. the, the 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 festival. Okay. And I I think I mean like like we. We are better in this way, but they are better in that way because, like, mm-hmm. like no way we can compare because, like, they yeah, yeah. they came yeah. here oh. and like like with really kind of like high energy and like really quick, really fast. Okay. <laughs> and they their acting is really good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we we have the kind of like longer time doing improv and we know more format than them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how's the Danang improv? Because like that's like the first time I heard of those guys actually. Which is like, mm. oh yeah. <clears throat> they are the uh, the well, Danang energy. I was really amazed with them. They're very yeah, young they are... as well. Mm. Yeah. What, what's their full name? Danang Danang Drama. Uh, Danang Drama Society. Society. Yeah. Oh wow. wow. Yeah. Fancy. Right. Because they're doing drag show mm-hmm. and like acting theater, those kind of stuff as well. And the yeah. improv was really new, just kind of like four, five months or something. Oh. Yeah, they, oh, I think. I think this was like their fourth and fifth show they'd done or something like that. Um, yeah. Festival. And then they have like a mix like of like Vietnamese and then you got some expats as well too, like, right? A majority of Vietnamese and I think oh, a majority of expats and I think only one Vietnamese if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Theo. 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 Yeah, I think also because yeah, comedy, uh, I imagine things like uh, Da Nang just, uh, comedy in Da Nang just starting to grow at the moment. It's just Catching up with his uh, bigger, uh, bigger neighbors, you know, Hanoi and Hanoi and Saigon. Yeah, the next is an city that's gonna blow up, man. Yes. Like, yeah, no, yeah. With the with the amount of people from Hanoi dropping down to Da Nang and people from Saigon moving up to Da Nang, yeah. you know, who who doesn't want to live in a beach town? And I think yeah, people definitely. and also Yap Hoi and Hoi An, uh, and uh-huh. those places and those they're, they're gonna combine to like one yeah. big, uh, you know, central force, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we gotta take them out. We gotta take them out. So so what about stand up? Uh who stood out the most, like the, the best comedian? See that's that's a really loaded question for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh for me, uh, the most stand out is uh all of the all of Eric's students because you know, they did really great. So like uh, you know why? Yeah. You know why? Because I talked yeah. about uh, yeah, you, you wrote the, you wrote their jokes. Yeah, yeah. I'm their ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. But how the the Ghibli and uh, their material, they are all great, you know. Yeah, I I see no differences between uh, the new guy from Eric's uh, class and uh, other comic. Yeah, oh, it's great. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I know my shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, this yeah, is I mean, not I mean, going to my head. Michael, this is not gonna be the ego at all. Yeah, uh, but actually, and now you're moving to Saigon, and uh, there, I think there will be no new comics in Hanoi. Yeah, uh, there will be loads. The thing is, uh, when it came to the comedy show, uh, I can't pick one comic because it's every show somebody stepped up. Like there was a different, there are different comedians that stepped up. Uh, in big ways. So, for example, set list. Paul opened up like none of the comics, right? All like all the experience and the vet and the ranked comics. They were all scared and they didn't want to do it. And Paul like just bit the bullet, went on, and actually that was one of his best sets that he's had. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think mm-hmm. he he this week was uh, going back to yeah what you said 
when you when you gig for that long a week you just become better and yeah. i noticed paul kind of like he hit his aha moment you know he would always struggle and ramble during his sets but like yeah. once he got pushed once he was opening for set list he just went stream of conscious joke writing and it just it, it flew it, it flowed very well for him Definitely. so he did really well um obviously my students really impressed me with how far they've come with how little they uh, how little experience they've had i was really impressed with them all throughout um the set, the big show dominic and snowy um <laughs> both impressed me because dominic you know he he really took advantage of that moment and he made Ooh. He hit the crowd hard on Dominic Vu <laughs> and Snowy. We had a last minute dropout hours before the show. Um, one of the comics couldn't make it. And I was like, I reached out to Snowy and he was at work and he had to put together a set while at work, rush from work to the show and deliver a 10 minute set. And he, he went really well. Like it, it flowed. It was the crowd loved him. He had, a, he ended on, on a great callback that the crowd liked. Um, Joy Kill did great as well. The final show, Louise improved a lot. I, I saw that. She she did really well. Who else? Uh Miles. Miles and Joe Davis came out of um Joe Davis did well as usual, but Miles came out of nowhere and really just hit the crowd hard. So, you know, it it's I can't I can't just pick one comic who really impressed me. It was it was all of them. They stepped up in different ways and yeah. if it wasn't for them, the show the shows either would be incomplete or they just wouldn't have ran as smoothly. So basically for a lot of them it was basically their coming of age moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They they hit they hit a bit of a coming of age moment. So I was I was impressed to see that. Yeah. Baby's growing up. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you know, I'm not worried about the scene when I leave. You know, I think with the way the scene is now, you know, and what I saw this weekend, I'm flattered that a lot of comics are saying what's the scene going to be like when I leave? But the reality is it's, it's going to be very healthy. And, and I, I do believe it's going to continue to grow and just, you know, yeah. from what I saw. Definitely. And also with, you know, international travels back on, hopefully in the next two years, you're going to have people flying back and forth again. Yeah. Only getting better, only improving. Yeah. That's the goal. Pretty magical. So what were the reaction from your venues like after the show? Like were, were they very like, you know, oh my God, you guys are so awesome. Let's, let's do it again. Some, like that. <laughs> you guys are shit. Get out. Yeah. Can you guys buy something, please? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Actually, like the venues that we, we were working with is kind of like, the long-term venue already so like yeah. Um, yeah. most of them mm. know this already but uh what mm. the reaction of the Quadachon the, the place that we did the Vietnamese stand-up show yeah the owner didn't, uh, didn't say much but uh he said that he would like us to do uh, another show with him yeah yeah that's enough yeah he said that's enough he said what mattered yeah yeah okay yeah. so when so when will be the next uh, Vietnamese stand-up comedy show in Hanoi again Mm, this uh this Sunday actually. Oh yeah, maybe uh yeah, uh, this is the last show for uh, this year. Will you nice. be signing one go? Yeah. All right. Nice. It's our show runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just remember to invite all of your girlfriends. Yes. Yes. And we were sad about all of them. All of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ross, X one of them <laughs> on a show, yeah, yeah. So like, there weren't like any crazy story or like unexpected things happening during the whole festival, right? Like everything just goes very smoothly. Like you guys just <laughs> just just had to face with the cold weather, and that's about it, right? Mm, as smoothly as it could have been. I know from the stand-up side, we did have a few dropouts, last-minute dropouts, and um, that kind of complicated things. I think for the Vietnamese one, we had to cancel one workshop. Yeah. Like, we decided it one day beforehand. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's the biggest thing that we had, we had to face. Mm. And for the other little events, everything, yeah, went pretty well. Except for the one, the, the short, short film night. Oh, was yeah. the coldest night. <laughs> that was the coldest night. And it was an outdoor event, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We had heaters. How many heaters did they have? Like two. two was a yeah, oh, sure. it was a gorgeous oh, venue. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was very cold. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, 
It was funny because that day we have kind of like maybe three people at that event, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bex and I were two of them. No. <laughs> yeah, three people yeah. at that event, but like at the same time, we have 60 people at the Vietnamese improv show. So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, like, and the improv show is indoor and we were secure because of the guest because uh, she was famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, so... Just in general, like, yeah, like, just to summarize, like, what would you draw, uh, what kind of lesson would you draw upon from, from this year that you were able to, that you will improve upon for next year? Like, uh, give us like a, maybe like a top five, top five lesson. Oh, we just Ooh. made a list today. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, the nice. time to read that out. <laughs> right. Yeah, read, read it out. Okay. Okay. Wait. Because uh, yeah, actually, uh, actually yeah. like today we had a meeting. Close out meeting. The only meeting that uh, the festival paid for, for for the meal. Yeah. Yeah. I will find uh... some exclusive content. There you go. Okay. So yeah, um, uh, there's uh, around twenty things. First, we have to find cast sponsors because we were poor this time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Biggest thing. We need some cash. <laughs> so yeah, we go on and 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 uh, Mike, if you have some cash, like some spare one, sponsor us. Onlyfans.com. All right. Yeah, get Vin Group to uh, sponsor. Yeah. Or maybe Vin Group. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a longer preparation because I think we only have kind of like maybe one month and a half to prepare for all those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Um, I think it's the best if we mm-hmm. prepare kind of like half a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially if we want to do lots and lots of extra different types of events, absolutely. And international events, if borders are open. Oh. Like the Monty Python, like a lot of works. Mm. Yeah, and uh, as I mentioned before, we uh, want to do a festival from Saturday to Saturday, with one opening show and one gala at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, also be clear on the conditions with the comics. So that mm-hmm. it avoid them from dropping off. Yeah, exactly. And maybe so, some con- conflicts and misunderstandings, those, kind of, those mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And uh, yeah. we need one main show runner for the big show. Because like for this big show, we didn't have any kind of like the person that take care of all the thing that just run in and out to see if anything go wrong. So that like a lot of things out of control. And we couldn't couldn't control that because like I was on stage, Bex was on stage, Eric was on stage. Yeah. So, yeah. So we can't really be on stage hosting and working the door at the same time. Okay. And uh, some kind of like layout of the information needs to be easier to understand. Because like uh, this time I made the events on Haha Notes fan page because it has the most kind of like lies and interaction with the yeah. Facebookers. But uh, I think we need kind of like one separate Facebook oh. website is still be okay, but Facebook we need it. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. its own account. Yeah. Yep. And golden rule: be careful with the press. What <laughs> 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 you guys ran into trouble or something like that or what? Mm, see, now we're, mm. we're on another press format, another journalistic format. So mm, we're going to be very careful. Yeah, what we yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. It, we didn't run into it was more of the fact that like um uh you know we met with a journalist for a magazine and i think our expectations weren't lined up and i didn't think yeah we communicated that beforehand mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think um uh, you know we had an expectation of what the article was going to be they had an expectation of what the article was going to be and uh when the article came out it just you know it wasn't what we thought so i guess a little bit you be more clear be more forthcoming of what what we would like mm-hmm. yeah so definitely do some press release you know just invest in the, like, the pr department yeah yeah mm. so but uh, that's all Maybe. the lessons basically uh, is that all of the, the not region? yet uh, it's more than a half yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> the list is really long. Yeah. But something like uh, collecting feedback, uh, feedback right after the shows and kind of yeah. like uh, put more act in it, like sketches and plays, because this time we only had stand-up and improv and uh, more thoughts on marketing, uh, have some musical comedy and like build a community mm-hmm. of performers before the event, like create a group chat that have all the performers in there so that they can start to know about each other. Yeah, you guys can mm. ask uh, Minkus yeah. uh, for that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, in a group chat, yeah. like, even like yeah. a Facebook page as well. Uh, yeah. Like a huge group chat. Yeah, or even like a Facebook page, uh, like a Facebook group. 
Um, like I think if they put some of the Android friends, they have their own. Um, they always have a one just for the performers, you know, and uh, especially if you're doing like shows and they're looking for acts and that kind of stuff, you can, you can come, you can like communicate on that Facebook group. Like we need mm. uh, this acts, this type of acts. So yeah, I think it'll be easier to manage than like one huge group chat, you know, with like yeah. hundreds of messages. Yeah. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, those are some, those are very crucial lessons. Uh, and definitely I think, um, from what we have heard so far, uh, seems like yeah, it was a very interesting experience. You know, it's just a, a lot of firsts in general. You know, for Vietnam, but also for the region in a very tumultuous years. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys uh, set up right up right after the show, or you guys just went straight to bed, like just? Uh... <laughs> um, we... After the big show, we went out with the Danang group. Yeah, mm, on Saturday they party yeah. really hard. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, they, uh, yeah, they were not here to fuck around. That's, <laughs> um, no, yeah, after the big show, we went out and we partied and, um, cause the next day, all we had was the final stand up show and it was a Sunday. So not a lot of people had work. So yeah, it was a good way yeah. to cap off the big show. And then after yeah. Sunday, and the big show was my birthday as well. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Happy birthday. Yeah. Ooh, thank so, you. Uh, yeah. And then after the Sunday show, we went home and slept. We <laughs> literally pass out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you guys know me, and you know I'm not the most social person. And uh, after the Sunday show, people kept walking up to me and trying to talk to me. I was like, "Can you just not right now? Can you, can you give me? Can you give me five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a big fuck up on your on your forehead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I got a big forehead, so you know that was well written. That was clear <laughs> on my forehead. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> so did you guys uh, have to eat like you know fast food d- during the festival? You know, just 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 to try to get it quick and then move on with your work, or like you just have like a I don't know like a dining table with all the participants and just enjoy like a warm dinner, <laughs> or or just straight to McDonald's or KFCs? Okay. <laughs> well, luckily Vietnamese food is very quick to prepare and very yep. tasty and nutritious. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of fast food. Um, but even by the time it got to the last night, it wasn't fast enough because we were just skimp on time in certain areas. Whoa. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it sounds like you know it was a massive, tremendous success. Um, but um, yeah, so I think uh, we're we're coming up at the end of uh, our chat. I just want to show you our merch. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Actually, Eric told me uh, about that one, but we we, oh, yeah, we, yeah. we we were not really that interested, you know. So uh, <laughs> I think we see enough masks. No way. We see enough masks. No. Yeah. You know, we don't want to... Do you see a stickers? It's a good one. You yeah, see yeah. stickers. Yes. Merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Always invest in merchandise. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I I asked Paul to keep one for me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I got one for you, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah please, please use the DHL. Uh, express. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have one oh, yeah. fact about this festival. Yes. Oh, our our group, uh, me, Eric, and Max, <laughs> we didn't have a group chat on Facebook. We survived with our Facebook. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Max uh, doesn't use Facebook, so like we create a group chat on on, on WhatsApp. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the German side of uh, Max, right? Because I, I know a lot of Germans are using WhatsApp instead of Facebook. That's your German, <laughs> right? Because yeah. we don't, we hate Facebook. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Machine. Yeah. What's up? It's a place to go. Uh. Yeah. I realized that, oh, actually, Facebook is not that powerful after this tab. Thank you, Bex. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should think about, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, um, um, there's always WeChat. Um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Zalo. Yeah. <laughs> Zalo. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for everyone for this uh, very interesting um, chat. You know, like we uh, also, you know, uh, thank congratulate on your sister on graduate on having a, for organizing a very successful uh, festival, a very big first for comedy in Vietnam. You should be proud of yourself. Um, yes, yeah, so, yes. Thank you so much for, to our panel, uh, the main organizers of the festival, and also to uh, my uh, to to Hui as well for uh, for tuning in. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Have a merry Christmas, and remember to come to Comedy Eye 2021. Yay. Thank you guys, thank, thank you guys so much for having us. Thank All right, you. Thanks, guys. Cheers.
We'll see you again very soon in Vietnam. See you again. Miss you guys so much. Miss you guys too. Miss you too, we. Oh, you too, man. Oh, wait. Did uh, did Paul tell you how he mistake another Vietnamese comic <laughs> for you? So, yeah, Paul's, I, doing I, fine. I, Paul's doing fine without you. You know, he, he doesn't... We, we haven't told him that you left yet. He just <laughs> thinks you're still here. Yeah. But 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 I guess uh, Max and Michael and uh, Than uh, have not listened to that story yet, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know that yeah. Mr. Uh, I don't know, with Chung, right? Uh, yeah, Chung. Paul thought Chung was oh, weak. So yeah. when, Chung, when Chung did his graduation show, Paul walked up to Chung and just gave him a big hug. I was like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> Chung, never meeting Paul in his life, just gets hugged by Paul. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I was actually there for that. Yeah. And I had no idea what happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know. All right, guys. I'm going to head on out, though. All right. Guys. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers. I'll see you soon. Auf Wiedersehen. Cheers. 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 Yeah. See you. Yeah. Do up. Do up. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, good. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't hesitate to follow our social media for updates and other cool stuff. If you like what you have heard, be one of our patrons on Patreon for exclusive contents. And to keep this hop up boiling. See you next time. Merry Christmas and look out for Comedy Eye 2021.